we are here in the flesh oh. for the first time with me, the boys, and the void. We are on a couch as well. Oh, yeah. Well, one of us is on a couch. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm not in this show. <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> Oh my god. Oh Why my god. would you spoil <laughs> Oh my the, god. The mental image. Oh my fucking god. I have not mean not being a host, but being like I, I have cast nice. for our viewers. There is in fact a couch. One of us is on it. They could have thought about like the couch with all of us on it, but now there's one of us on it. You've grounded us. You've shackled us to your imagination. Oh, this is me, the boys in the void. Welcome. Wow, that, that Daniel Johansson is pretty fucking cringe, am I right? Wow. Okay. So uh, absolutely not, Pog. Uh, <laughs> tell me you've been in your apartment watching Twitch streams for a year without telling me you've been in your apartment watching str- Twitch streams for a year. Ten Pogs for Gryffindor. Ten Pogs Poggy. for Gryffindor. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. This is the other host. This is Nick. And today we have a special guest, as you have heard by now, Daniel Johansson, giving us a nice little COVID bookend. Daniel, how are you today? Back I'm... on the couch with us. Back on the couch with us. <laughs> Thank you both, my little pog champs, for having me. <laughs> oh. We are back on the couch for a... And I'm, I'm glad to... So, first of all, first of all, let me just say... How glad I am to see both of your beautiful naked mouths. Oh. It is so good to look at your mouth and chin and share in your views of my mouth and chin. As we are all vaccinated and we are recording this live for the very first time. You're damn right. We're all here. I feel really bad. I told myself I was gonna like trim up because I'm I'm rocking a mustache these days. You are rocking a very nice mustache. And I, but I, I, it's definitely been a week of not shaving the rest of the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I'm glad to hear that it is still pronounced in comparison to the rest of the facial hair. But I was hoping to like really, you know, but like qu- quarantine's rough, man. I like. I love how I, I do. I actually, and this this is not even an unironic love. I actually am kind of enjoying this sort of like weird ruggedness that has come up in this last year. Where yeah. it was right around winter, where me included, we all just stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> just grew it all, grew it all out, whatever way we felt like. Oh. And, and a lot of us are still rocking it, and it's absolutely fine. I decided to go the other way, and I'm, I'm very shaven. I, I'm very, and I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna get a buzz cut too. So I'm just nice. I'm going the opposite way. I'm going like. I don't know. I'm on some. I'm already. I'm just ahead of the game. I'm already on like the new wave kick. As a newborn babe. That's right. Everyone's rugged. I'm already. Everyone's seventies. I'm already eighties. I'm just ahead (laughs) of the game now. You gotta go full bald. I mean, that's like Mr. Clean It. You know. So, so really, really, what I'm doing is prepping the world for Mr. Clean It because I've only got so much time left. (laughs) The the hair, the hair, it thins. It just it was time. Time makes monsters of us all. Uh, Speaking of monsters, our topic today is... Yes. Gatekeeping! What a segue. That was some of the true monsters of the world, the gatekeepers. Speaking of pasta... (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's really really what this is about. How about Switzerland? So that's... Speaking of yerba mate, how about red polo shirt? Yeah, speaking of non sequiturs. Yes, yes. 
So it was very important for me to get Daniel back on the podcast as soon as possible. Because Daniel just Daniel had a take that I knew was just an important one. Daniel, how's your uh, how's your pod how's your how's your podcast? How's your TikTok? How's your pasta TikTok doing? Yeah, okay, so so I'm really glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really just taking this opportunity to jump on a soapbox and I'm and I just I'm really glad for that. Actually, I will say that I will say that I was asked first. I was asked first, so Nick and I have a time on a tradition of playing Risk of Rain at, at random times. We'll just send each other the eyes emoji of just like, and, and we both know what that means. And it's, <laughs> it's a really, it's a really time honored mutable tradition of like, Hey, you're mutable like me and just have a random hour. It seems like you, we could just like pop off a game real quick and it just, it's beautiful. It's um, uh, I do want to chime in here too, for the glory of this game that is Risk of Rain 2. And the reason is that I realized just now, as you were talking about it, this is the equivalent, you know, for for us as, as you know, modern modern man in this modern age. It's the equivalent of like just two guys going out and fishing. You know? It really is. Because because we were finding that time to just flow state for yeah. a moment, to flow state. And we we could spend that whole, and we have. We could spend that whole time talking to each other or we could say nothing at all. And either way it's totally fine. And that's what this is. And so we were out fishing together. Digitally when fishing. We were out fishing for yes. beetles. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and for and for yeah, for uh what you what you call it? Epics, you know, for reds. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um and and yeah, so I like and in that flow state, I was just complaining about so Scopy Magazine is a digital media outlet for a lot of different things. Um, obviously the podcast is on the Scopy Magazine network. We also have articles, we have all these things. And one of the things that I always try to do Whenever there's a new platform that's getting popular, so I try to learn it and try to figure out if there's a way that Scopy can interact with it. So for the last few months, my frustration has been TikTok. And it's been great. It's actually going very well compared to other things. And, you know, it's all relative. You know what I mean? Like, we have basically, like, 4K followers on TikTok, which is not, like, it's not the world's most amount of, t- of TikTok followers or anything like that. But, like, it's it's nice to feel like something is is... So I was, we were talking about it and I was just frustrated because it's this kind of thing where like anything like YouTube comments or anything like that, you start making something on a platform like this and you put it out a certain way and you kind of expect it to be received this way or the other. Um, and, and then it's not what you expect and it's still terrible. Like what happened is, so I've been making socialist TikToks, openly socialist cooking TikToks. Like, like I thought the part that was going to be the worst part was like, Trump supporters coming off into my ch- into my comments the, and being the socialism like, part. Yeah, I thought that, that's right. the part I thought that was going to be the problem. Right, right. It's not. It was Italians <laughs> coming into my comments being like, "Hey, bud, that's not carbonara because you use mushrooms." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, what the actual fuck? Like, what? <laughs> like, I have been cooking Italian food for years, my dude. <laughs> like, I literally." And, like, I've literally been doing a Sunday dinner, Italian dinner, weekly for years. Yeah, sure, it was my first time making carbonara, but, like, I know what carbonara is. (laughs) And, so the part of this, the part of this that is true, is I used vegan Parmesan. And the problem with vegan Parmesan is it it doesn't get silky like Parmesan does. And so, and on top of that... I added the eggs to the pasta after. I put the eggs into the sauce. I was I sauteed the mushrooms 
And I added the eggs to that, and then I added the pasta to that, which is a no-no. But I had turned the heat off already. There's a it's a 60 second TikTok. Like you can't see. Sorry, I'm like getting. I'm getting fucking mad. You can't see the nuances of the cooking that was happening. I'm filming a TikTok. It's not like I added everything straight into the hot pan. I was taking us. I took like a minute to just kind of like recenter cameras and stuff. At that point, I was like, "This is fine. It's not going to scramble the eggs." So the what you're seeing in the TikTok, and I prom. I'm, I'm just let me just do this rant, and then I will contextualize it about gatekeeping. I promise. <laughs> That what you're seeing in the TikTok, when you're seeing that the sauce isn't smooth, is you're seeing the Parmesan. And it looks like what you'd imagine a failed carbonara would look like, in that it maybe it looks a little bit like scrambled eggs. But like but honestly, I've had just as many people say it doesn't look like scrambled eggs. It looks a little like there were a couple flecks in it, it just didn't look smooth, smooth. And I gotta tell you, I ate the carbonara and it was phenomenal. So like so like this, that, and the other. Suffice it to say, I had got, I made that TikTok. I think it did like, I think it did like 20K views or something like that. Um, I, I made it whatever day it was. Every day for a month, at least one comment was, you scrambled the eggs. At least. And it's like, and it's like, for what? Like, why are you doing this? First off, the comments are already there. Do you think I, didn't, I haven't seen this by now? Do you think, like, what What are you trying to accomplish? Do you think by now, it's been a month, dude. It's been a month. Like, do you think I haven't heard this by now? Do you think I'm, like, planning on making carbonara? Like, do you want me to take the post down? Like, what, like, what are you, for, what are your goals? What are your intentions? For what reason do you think this way? Who raised you to be like this? Like, what, what? Are you the the Italian chef, like Iron Chef of Italy? Like, are you like, are you fucking Gordon Ramsay in my comments right now? Like, who? And it's never. And that's the thing too about gatekeeping, right? We're and, and, we're talking about gatekeeping tonight. Yeah, and this is the thing about gatekeeping, right? Is the people that are gatekeepers, the people that are coming into my fucking comments about pasta sauce etiquette, they don't fucking have. They don't have a following. They're not, oh. they don't, they, they're, they have like 10 followers. Ooh. They don't, they're not successful. They're, I'm sorry. This is shitty. Uh, this is my, this is me being shitty. And like, like you, I love Nick it. was like, Nick was like, I want you to fucking go on a rant. And I've don't got it, stop. dude. I'm going to tell you right now, these fuckers. What and and I'm done, and I, and I, I believe this as a, this is the rule what of What have you done? This is the rule of gatekeeping, okay? And I think that there are exceptions to this rule. I'm not upset. All right, so, like, I wish we could take more pictures because, like, he's saying, what have you done? But I'm so satisfied with myself right now. Like, I'm not upset at all. Keep going. I Here's the thing about gatekeeping. I think this is the rule. And there are exceptions to this rule because I, I think there's always room for criticism. I'm not trying to sound like a person that can't handle criticism. But what is true is if someone, if you have just, like, swaths of fucking neckbeard fuckers that have 10 followers on TikTok with none Ooh. of their own videos. Ooh. And, like, take that equivalent to whatever you want to be. Like, <laughs> on Twitch streamers, like, people that don't sure. stream themselves and well, just want to, like... It's the, uh, and it's the same thing on Twitter, too, where, like, in every comment, there's that sure. one joyless... Like, in every thread, there's that one joyless person that has to explain, actually, some of us are upset by that joke. 
Like, yeah. no, like, no OP that, like, Andes that just yeah. fucking comment on Reddit yeah. threads. And, and obviously, like, so, that like, kind like, of... just to clarify, like, I'm, what, I, what I mean is, like, for people that are specifically splitting hairs. Right. Not for things that are, like, actual real-world issues. Right. right. Yeah. Right. No, and, and it's always this kind of thing where, with gatekeeping, it's never, it's never punching up. It's always, it's often, and I'm not saying I'm marginalized, but, but what I am saying is that it is very often white dudes telling other people that are marginalized how their art, their creation, oh, their right. thing isn't perfect and they should feel bad about it. And that, and it's a, it's a tool of white supremacy and patriarchy and the and just a lot of institutional issues that so we're, people who are in feel inadequate use the system as a way to knock down people that are doing a better job than them i'm sorry i didn't mean to to uh, jump in but what i was going to say was just uh so we're just cutting right into the steak like we skipped the salad <laughs> i started i started with a like a heavy dose of going into the full like trying to give the context of of what was going on with the tiktok and it just it's just so at this point for me, like I've been making content for a long time and I, I've not I've I've had like mixed success, but like at this point I see it for what it is right away. And so I, and I will say in that way too it kind of provides me solace, you know what I mean? Because I will say that like, yeah, it's frustrating to get comments about carbonara sauce, like fucking it, it's annoying. But it it didn't stop my creative process. But for some people it would. Oh yeah. And that's the part that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, like it imagine costs, uh, it costs. You know, it, it takes a lot of work to create anything. Yeah. Right? Even you know, even even if the like, uh, even if you're just fucking bullshitting and you had to get over your emotional hurdle, right? <laughs> that, the emotional work, right? It takes very little work to go and type this sucks. Uh, you know, care care. You know, without consequence in, in the YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or what have you. So there's a there's a magic card called Shatter, and. The flavor, the like, you know, they put the little flavor text on the bottom of the card. Sometimes, the flavor text for Shatter is something like, like years of planning, years, years of building, you know, years of this, years of this, seconds of destroying. Yeah, it's very yeah. easy, especially with the anonymity of the internet, to just log on, view a video of fucking anything, and then type, well, actually, blah 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 blah. By the way, you suck. Like, and that's, it's very easy to shut somebody down like that. And that, from personally, what I think, that comes from a place of insecurity when someone feels like they are either inadequate or that they need their voice to be heard and they're not sure how to make their voice heard. So they go for something that people will automatically shift their gaze to, not necessarily in a positive light, but in any light so that they will get the attention even if it's well, fuck you. Even even if it's a, a a flood of why are you doing this? Why are you the way that you are? It's still attention, and it's the attention that they crave coming from that place of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. That's personally that's that's my take on gatekeeping. I, also, yeah. Smash Community. I definitely agree. Whoa, whoa. And so, <laughs> so so I so gatekeeping <laughs> gatekeeping is a phenomenon. Oh, sorry, I moved the mic. Are you okay? No, you're doing great. You okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, calling everybody sweaty. I'm sorry. I meant to. Did you call me sweaty again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So gatekeeping is this thing that is is it's ubiquitous. It's a it's a human mannerism. It's a type of behavior. And gatekeeping is something where we've all experienced it in one form or another. It's a you know it's the only 
only real Spider-Man fans, you know, only true no no this particular comic, you know, only real Batman fans have read the the Killing Joke. You don't know this. You call yourself a that? Bleh. That's gatekeeping. We've all seen it. We humans love to do it. It's like I, that's why I call it a human behavior. Like it's that's what it is to me. It's the equivalent, you know, of like uh, you know, uh, like a reflex. That's what it is. Is it's something that we're we're inclined to do, and it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Leave people alone. Let people do their shit. And you're not the Joker by gatekeeping. You know what right. I mean? Not the, right. I'm not. A, I'm not aggrandizing the Joker. But my point is, is less <laughs> like gatekeeping is a tool of creating podiums. You're not like you're not like established, de-established. What am I saying? You're not um, deconstructing society by gatekeeping. You're right. upholding it. Right. Well, you know, and that's kind of, in a way, you kind of hit on a part of it, which is that it's about, it's about, and it's it's to, to take a thread from you too, Tyler, it's about addressing insecurity by establishing legitimacy. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a false legitimacy. You know, I, I have some arbitrary nugget of information that you don't, and that establishes my legitimacy over you in this field. Right. Even if the field is fucking pasta TikToks. And it implies like a polarity. It, looks, it implies a polarity of rightness and a polarity of knowledge, which just is a person that cares about knowledge. And like, you know, I, I'm a writer. I do research all the time. Like, I care about learning things. Right. I care about being right. Being right is not, you don't, you don't all of a sudden become right about everything. Right. You, you are a student always. You're mm-hmm. always learning. You can be an expert on one thing and a novice at another. Like, you're just because, even if, and that's the thing too for me, like, I think about like Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Where like, dude's brilliant at what he, at the things, the specific things he does, but is wildly wrong about so many other things. <laughs> and it's like, and that's the thing, it's like, we have to kind of, like, and I, I, I think we talk a lot about like this idea of like art and artist of like, the artist is, is like, fucking, uh, George Washington. Let's just say. I'm not calling George Washington an artist. But I'm just saying, like, okay, <laughs> he's established America. He's not perfect. Einstein, like, very smart at, at physics. At quantum physics? Is that what he did? But, like, my, but like, I guess my point is, is, like, it doesn't, like, knowledge doesn't work like that. Like, you can't just, like, say because you have a nugget of information on one subject that you're an expert on that subject. You just happen to know one part of a, of a puzzle that is complicated. Yeah. You you don't know the bottom part of the Rubik's cube? You you rube. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the the foundation of Rubik's cube turning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at my skills with the colors. <laughs> I think I destroyed a Rubik's cube by the way. That's my experience with the Rubik's cube is that like Like was, physically destroyed a Rubik's cube? Uh not like well, well like there's a very so on on a tangent, a uh, quick tangent. There's like a particular algorithm for turning it and solving it. Right. And because I was like, you know, a, a 9-year-old hyperactive little shit i just turned it really quickly a whole bunch of times and so i ruined it because you can't solve it from that point once it's been like too <laughs> fucked up and so anyway rube with the cube yeah um so that's me so Keep... like sorry no, no, no i'm, I'm, I'm oh. i want to hear I'm what done. you think Please. about gatekeeping yeah. in the smash community yeah jesus oh my god there's so much so the smash community so and i remember we were talking about this with sebastian um there is a there's like an overall vibe of like hoarding your knowledge so that like when you when you see someone else that is just joining the community for some reason 
everyone just likes to just absolutely crush them so hard that they don't want to play anymore style on them yeah taunt as they kill them yeah exactly very do the do like do things where you're like some daisy chaining some sort of elaborate combo that would be impossible on someone who knew what they were doing just because you can yeah and then and then just really proving I don't know. It's just it's like a weird like dominance assertion thing, but it's also that like on in these communities um, where you know you can talk about like a Discord thread where you can talk about the character that you main and you know you can ask for tips and stuff. People will just like, and this is something that I brought up with Seb too. I remember there was one I was I typed I was like asked a question I was like how do you land this specific like, combo, I'm having a lot of trouble with this, and someone just comments, practice. Get good. Yeah, yeah, get and I'm, yeah, yeah, I essentially like, get good, scrub, and I'm just like, wh- why? Like, this is a game that we all love and play, why would you do that? You know, it's just, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. and to, uh, to tie it, um, to tie gatekeeping into gaming specifically, this is what's kind of referred to commonly as toxicity. Yeah! In the gaming community, is this uh, ubiquitous sort of using your knowledge and position uh instead of being you know open using it uh to um to to, i don't know uh scrounge dopamine through cruelty (laughs) wherever you can (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah and the there's a big there's a weird mindset where where people believe that if they are good at something it means that they have to make someone else bad at something you know, and that's just not the case. You can be very good at something and uplift, you know, uplift people that aren't as good at it, you know? And I remember I, when I found out, when I found out that the Steven Universe community was one of the most gatekeeping fandoms, like, of any fandom, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is Steven Universe. This is the whole, the whole fucking (laughs) show is about let's love everybody. And then people are like, well, you don't know about this gem, so fuck you. Or like, what? I don't I don't even know. But it, Jesus. It goes back to like, uh, it's why I view it as like a behavior is because it's pres- It's something we do always in everything that we do is we just have this tendency to, uh, you know, uh, to, to gatekeep, to, oh, you don't know this? It's, it's crazy. And it's a... Uh, you just gotta, just gotta kind of chill the fuck out. Is really what it comes down to. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta leave. Or the... like, if you like, share information. Right. In a way that isn't like dangling it over someone's head. I actually, I, I, I kind of had a moment actually where you said that where I realized I've been like picking up. I've been playing Minecraft a lot lately. I don't know if you know about this. There's just, like Scopy Magazine doing lately? a Minecraft server. I know. <laughs> I, I actually kind of. I mean, I, I'll go off of it for months, but it's it's very much it's Legos for me. I, it really makes me. It's like a comfort game. Um, but, but I've been playing it with people, which is like not, you don't get to do that. And I think maybe that's part of it too. And I, let me, so like, remind, like, remind me of that pin. I'm going to put a pin in the, in the, like, in the loneliness aspect of it. Um, but what I'll say too is like, I'll find myself saying, someone will be like, how did you make that jump? Or like, how did you do this? And I'll be like, I just was good at the game. And, and, and it's a joke in my head, but I, but I, and then I realize immediately like, Oh no! I should like fucking explain. Like I like I should like I should like, yeah, dude. You have four thousand hours in Minecraft. Great. You did like well, congrats. But, like, I mean, I'll give you credit though because like it's it's sometimes there. It's like a reading of the situation 
Whereas, like, with, with your friends, you know, you can joke around like that, whereas... Yeah. Uh, right, right. You know, you, you might have the... If you are if you don't know the person, and, and it's like, a, oh, you don't know how to do this. Yeah, and if it's on yeah. a designated server to be like, if you have questions about this, please post them here. And then if, like, someone posts questions and you're just like, well, you suck, then that's a problem. Yeah. 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 But, like, but if you're, you know, yeah, if you're just with your friends, you know, if you're just hanging out... Then, yeah, so I'm going to be like, oh, how do you do that? And you just be like, I'm just fucking awesome, and I'm really stoned. And, like, that's it. You know, like, you can do that. But I, and I think, too, and, and I'll, I'm going to pick that pin back up, of, like, where I think what happens is, I think so much video gaming, um, and this is kind of, like, the other side of making the joke of the oppressed gamer, because obviously, like, most gamers aren't actually oppressed. But, like, <laughs> but, but it is true that a lot of people that, our gamers like came up as a teenager like and and it wasn't especially our at our age like when we were 14 it wasn't the culture like twitch didn't exist like it was was hard to find each other like it was hard to find Mm -hmm. friends that like gaming we were like like, uh we're the last of that batch of kids that got picked on for this shit before it went mainstream yeah i think about it like you know how when you were a kid and you had like monopoly in your house Mm -hmm. but no one wanted to play monopoly and so you would like read the rule book and see like you knew how to play but then no one would play so you'd like play by yourself does this is this just me being depressing Uh, did you you also have that experience i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so the real question here is like how important was it to you to be to play monopoly like, it wasn't. Much, no, no, it wasn't. How much monopoly are we talking about? Every I'm, night, Daniel would lock himself in his room. I just more me metaphorically. It's like I think that we we like you latch onto a game that has the capacity to play with other people, and you play it by yourself, and you learn a lot about it. And there's a thing that happens with it when you then enter the social interaction of being with other people and playing that game. You do. There is a point where you have that where you're where you're made that choice of like. Should I be toxic about talking about this? <laughs> Do because I, I haven't violence? processed. But and it, and it comes from like the obvious thing is you have to make the choice of like don't be toxic. But it comes from a place of like to me, I, I, it comes from a place of insecurity. It comes from a place of like, oh wow, like I, I spent I learned this game by myself, and and maybe I didn't have a relationship with myself where I love myself in that time, and so now I have to kind of like deal with that to like talk to you about this game. Like, and I don't think people realize, and, I, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I don't think people realize that that's what's going in their head when they're gatekeeping. And right. I'm not saying that everybody has to fucking, like, see a therapist before they start playing games with other people, but, like, maybe. Maybe everybody should go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think you're fine, and you're great. It's just that I don't think I'm ever going to play Monopoly with you. I think you just have a lot more hours than, than me. Yeah. <laughs> Put a pin in that. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, um... It's a, and I'm going to go back to it, I'm going to keep hitting on it, but, but fuck it, I think I'm right. It's a, it's a default behavior. You know, we're creatures in nature, survival of the fittest, right? And it, we pick on each other and jump on each other, right? Because it's something that improves us, right? In two ways, you know, it, it improves in theory, it improves the person that you're doing it to, because if they listen, then they become better, right? And I'm talking purely in terms of, like, survival. Like, uh, And for you, you get a hit of dopamine by punching down on somebody. Mm-hmm. So it improves your position as well. It's good for you as a creature in terms of survival of the fittest to have more dopamine. However you get it. <laughs> Happier things surf- probably live longer. Uh, so 
that's why it's one of those things that's so, in my eyes, so ubiquitous throughout human culture, and it's such a default tendency. You know, it's a, uh, I don't know if therapy is necessarily the thing, and, and therapy is good if you want it. It's, it's for me, it's, it's, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like a civics course. Human beings have to recognize that we innately, we have to learn. Like, we have to teach each other, you know, okay, we innately gatekeep, and it's bad. Uh, cut it out. <laughs> I say this all the time about a lot of things, where, and, and this is just coming from someone that, you know, has had to come to terms with a lot of, like, oppressive behavior of my own. Like, and, and I'm talking about, like, from teenage years, like, not, like, oh, yes, yeah. yes like or anything like that. What your, I, your garden variety... <clears throat> teenage toxicities that we all work through in iron we all grew yeah. up on long island yeah that too it's yeah. not strong your... island strong, strong island baby y'all look at these guns well so here's <laughs> the important thing is this for me about growth as a person as a person like dealing with interacting with other people in and coming from privilege um is is it's not about your first thought it's about your second thought it's not about it's not about your initial reaction because like you're gonna you're always gonna react to things how you were raised culturally like to what you know but especially if someone points out behavior is wrong if you don't turn around and address where that behavior is coming from and then work to make your second reaction a good one then then you're doing the wrong thing if you've it's 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 and it's very easy to then get trapped and doubling down by seeing the first reaction and feeling insecure about it like but if you don't you can't do that like you you have to recognize it's it's not great that your first reaction is toxic but it's certainly not like it is it is in in most cases obviously there's obviously like you know nazi shit is nazi shit but like you in most cases your first reaction is a is a product of either human <laughs> behavior or cultural upbringing or something like that and in that way finding out why it's wrong is important so that you can behave better in the future i'm sorry yeah. I, I laughed because like i was just picturing someone just trying to like justify like you know they're like you know it's just my coin flip reaction it's just my knee like knee-jerk impulse to be a nazi i'm sorry I can't some people it. some people were raised nazis and like oh. and like that's a fucking problem and like i'm not i'm not out here saying like i don't know dude redeemability well, is kind of I, like a fucking so you were hitting on something good there though which was um somebody who lived entirely by their first reaction always that's called living by your impulses that's not a good thing so like i don't think there's anything wrong with having a uh, an incorrect initial negative impulse those are typical like that almost is the difference right there is is that people who gatekeep are people who are living on that negative impulse because you have that you can't we're creatures on this earth and even though we're very civilized, we're still living in the meat space of survival of the fittest. And so that's why we have a naturally initial critical reaction. The difference is whether you choose to live on that impulse or not. Mm -hmm. And that's where the gatekeeping comes from. Yeah. Choosing to gatekeep. It's choosing violence with your words. And it's a product of institutional systemic thought. Because what, it, what happens is, is when, when an institution solidifies itself. So like, for example white supremacy it works to build things like this is this. a gaming podcast i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so yeah. sorry we talk about no like listen it's okay to talk about but i'm just gonna rib you first <laughs> as long as i'm allowed to rib you of course and of then course. we keep going we get high here 
Yeah. <laughs> sir, th- this sir, is this what is happens sir, when sir, I get high. I'm sorry. This is a weed I'm Denny's. I'm so sorry. I don't want to tell you. This is like, I'm, I'm not, this is like, this is what happens to my brain. I'm, this is why I run a politics magazine. I'm just like this. I'm so sorry. Let me try to make you, a metaphor. I, I was, so actually, I'm going to walk this back because I was gatekeeping your speech right now. Oh! And I, and I apologize. Um... But it was, but it was the the ribbing kind of gay me because I love you, and not the and not the I need my dopamine. I'm gonna punch down. Fair. So it's different. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's totally sorry. Please continue. Um, because it's a, I think you were onto something really good there, where gatekeeping goes into survival of the fittest, goes into tribalism, goes into white supremacy. When it yeah. when it when institutional systems like white supremacy function. What the thing that they do is they rely on the the people inside of it to work solely on impulse. Exactly to your point, and so mm. that's that's how it functions. So, so like white it, supremacy it, is like a institutionalized gatekeeping. It's like how itself. how when prisons hire prisons guards, they look for people who are uneducated. And it's not a matter of like I'm not trying to. Yeah. It's like I no, think that education is. I don't mean to sound elitist when I say that. Well, I'm I saying mean, that like, it's the system. The system has built education standards. The system takes advantage of its own things, and that's the that's the that's the pipeline. Well, there was a there was a Supreme Court case about this because, and it wasn't. Uh, and I'm not I'm not well versed in prison guards, but it was for police officers. There was a Supreme Court case where a particular precinct was selecting based on IQ scores. They were saying that if your IQ score was too high, they were going to, they actually fired somebody for that. And so the person sued, like I'm being discriminated, you know, for my intelligence, right? The Supreme Court ended up siding with the police force and allowed them to say, we're, we're allowed to select, we're allowed to discriminate. We are allowed to say that you're too smart to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a thing. Okay, so it's I want to... Yeah. This is all great, and I love this thinking, but it is a gaming podcast, so I'm kind of want to... <laughs> I want to play this metaphor through. So talk to me about, like, a very common Smash meta. Like, a meta that is, like, very good at what it is, but it also doesn't take that much, like, nuance. So, yeah. Um, a lot of people... So, actually, my main character, <laughs> for example, uh, the Belmonts. Uh, a lot of people... They say, okay, so if you play a Belmont, all you do is just press B. And you spam, and you throw shit at people, and, like, that's that's how you win. You're carried by someone else's lack of knowledge on the matchup. Mm-hmm. Exact. And it, and it becomes a thing of, like, like you then can... And, and I don't know if, I don't know Belmont, so I don't know if this is true to this is true specifically, but it can become a thing where you use that knowledge... To, like you weaponize that knowledge to right. other people within the within the meta within the people that are maybe playing Belmont to be like oh wow you don't know as much as I do about how to do this like, right yeah exactly and that's that's a big thing is that like the best so the best Belmont player um, is this guy is T three Dom he's he 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 makes it an art to to watch him play it's beautiful however. I've, I've, like, I'll watch his Twitch stream a lot, and it'll just be some, like, really, like, shitty comments in that mm. chat. Yeah. That's just, like, really it, bad. It's ubiquitous in the Smash community where it's, uh, it's pretty normal for, like, those, those higher echelon of players. And it's not, it's not everyone, of course. There's, there's, like, a couple of players that are really class acts. 
Uh, however, um, it's very normal and culturally accepted for somebody when they stomp on someone to just be like free. Like, oh, that mm -hmm. was free. And like, and, and say to their face, oh, that was free. Mm -hmm. And they've got a whole cadre of, uh, of, of fans, you know, like, oh, they're so fucking cool. They're mm -hmm. GG easy. Oh my God. They're so fucking cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and playing into that institutional system allows for the powerful to stay powerful and maybe where they don't even have to necessarily go to that level of being toxic like that but they stay at the top of the of the of the paradigm because the paradigm exists in itself to feed itself and it all right. feeds on the ignorance mm -hmm. it all feeds on 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 like promoting keeping people ignorant and unaware of what is right or yeah, what yeah that's known. true that's, that's very sad. true yeah, and that's the that's what makes gatekeeping gatekeeping like different from other sorts of uh, you know times that humans are mean to each other. <laughs> Is yeah. that it's uh it's about punishing someone for their ignorance within a community and using your position in that community uh, to well, for dopamine or for more status or both. Yeah. And sometimes people sometimes people feel overprotective of something that they love. And so they automatically assume that allowing something, someone that doesn't necessarily know everything about it, or someone who they view as not as like worthy of it, mm. you know, as them, that they'll think, okay, well, you're not, you know, you're the weakest link in this chain, so get out. Mm -hmm. And they'll just be overprotective of this thing that they love, not knowing that that's actually denying more people the enjoyment of that thing that they enjoy. Mm -hmm. Is it, it kind of sounds like you're getting at something that's another part of it too, for me, which is the, uh, perpetuating a cycle where like, Oh, I got, I got stomped on and, and, and chewed up when I was a noob. So it's right. just what we're supposed to do to noobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And they'll see it as like, well, this is just how it goes. And that's like the thing for me where like when you when you start taking steps back and you're kind of realizing how this works, like I, I almost feel bad for the people that gatekeep at the lowest levels. And that's why I, when I was saying about the pasta TikTok, like like I, I yeah, it's fucking annoying to get the same comment 30 times over. But like, whatever, dude, I'm just going to delete it and move on. Like, because like there's a couple I, I leave a couple so that people know that people have already fucking pointed out that it looks like scrambled eggs. But like but but then after that, it's like I don't fucking I like don't. Like, I don't, no one needs to read 30 comments of this. Like, right. it's like, and, and what right. it is, is just people just acting in the same behavior because they don't know any better because they probably had some fuck that is like a mid tier pasta chef that they're fucking like, maybe they're a dishwasher at a restaurant. I don't know, man. I don't mean to be shitty. Like <laughs> Cause like, you know, what dishwasher, you dishwasher. No, dishwashers deserve fair pay. Yeah. I believe in a unionized dishwashing service. I believe. Oh, look that, at this that... fuck! He's wiping counterclockwise. He doesn't turn. He doesn't wipe clockwise with his dish soap. But I mean, Kill that's what I'm saying, and that's guy. exactly what I mean too. It's like that's uh... not. They that, didn't do anything wrong. Like, like I, like I, I almost at a certain point, you kind of when you start realizing kind of the layers of the institutional system at play here, like you kind of feel like it's not their fault. I mean, it is their. They're they're acting badly. And they're a product of a system. It's like, I'm so sorry. It's no, like a cap. It's like a bastardized you're system. Like. So like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to jump in because I think I know what you're getting at. Where it's a, it's unfortunate because it's a perpetuating these cycles, and and whether it's on the small scale of of bullying people in the Smash community, 
or the large scale of perpetuating a cycle of abuse or systemic injustice it's um it's a it's a combination of things happening where it's the 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 person has something going on in their life some sort of tension or stress that they're letting out through this and they're at the same time so so it's like it's something that they're doing that's selfish but at the same time they're doing something morally wrong because they're perpetuating the injustice mm-hmm. right so it's a uh, it's a situation where it, it's uh, we're inclined to gatekeep the gatekeepers because it's like you're doing something bad, but it also feels good. And you as a human, it's totally valid to do things that make you feel good. But like, it's, and know, it's also true. Like, and without like, you know, and you don't realize you're, and so like, obviously that, that I got to walk that statement. Sorry, no, no, bit. sorry. I got to walk that a little bit. Like you, you're, it's this kind of like, gatekeeping is almost it's almost like a it's almost like a zit it's the that's what i'm trying to get at it's the it's the result it's the emergence of this cross section hmm. between um your knowledge whether that be about some you know societal or whatever and your your stress and your need uh your need to feel things and feel valued even if that value is by extracting someone else's value <laughs> And, yeah. I, and I, but and it's also true that like like radical political historian Howard Zinn always used to say like it's you can't be neutral on a moving train. You can't. Oh man, I love that. But like, I, I my exposure to that is from uh, is from System of a Down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about culture and about like it all kind of it all kind of feeds. It's like, a melting it, pot. Like Rage Against the Machine, like. Mm. The mo- some of the most radical political thinkers and it's all kind of like layered in this metaphorical and everything that they do like it's just yeah I don't know well on that note um, I believe it's time to transition to our bonus round let's get bonus for the first time in real life and oh. you know what I'm gonna just drop the subtlety completely fucking weed number we're gonna go get stoned and then we're I gonna have, come I have... back can I can I like some yay this moment real quick? Yes, please. I've rolled up a nice. Um, I like to. I picked up online some lavender and rose and mint, and so I've rolled up a nice joint, smooth smoking, um, with a sativa. And I don't actually know the sativa strain, but it's a real it's a real kind of mix. That's kind of the the summer vibe for me that I'm going for is like something nice because I'm a low dose do- dose low dose boy. I low like dose low, low dose boy. I like just like. Nice subtle undertones of being stoned. I don't want to be over the head, hit over the head stoned anymore. And so it's like you can kind of smoke on something a little bit longer. It's a little smoother. It smells nice. It's just, I I think that twenty twenty one is herbal joint summer, and that's just, mm. that's just my kind of person. I like that a lot. I'm not I'm not gonna gatekeep your uh, your summer plans because yeah. your plans are valid and I respect you. Um, but my plan is to escape my own body <laughs> this, this summer. I'm going to smoke so much fucking herb that, that I leave my skin for a little while. Yeah. And, and, and maybe shrooms, too, if I could find them. But, you know, one, one step at a time. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, uh, cool. I'm right. going to astral project this summer. That's the goal. <laughs> I'm going to leave the meat space. 
Well, we'll we'll see you we'll see you all in a jiffy. In a bag. This is really not. This uh, is really it's the great. bonus round, but not for long. The bonus round <laughs> is coming on. Is coming on. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to the bonus round. Um, we have uh, a very interesting couple of questions today. I ain't happy. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just gatekeeping your ability to speak <laughs> and communicate and be understood oh my by God. just making noise just, with my face. Just making weird mouth sounds. <laughs> Which uh, actually brings me to my question. <laughs> uh, my question, if, uh, if we remember back in the very first episode of Me, the Boys, and the Void, oh, when Daniel was on that? as our first guest, welcome back, Thank by you. the way. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I still... He's too far away. I touched my own knee there. <laughs> we all touched each other's knees. We touched each other's knees. Um, we talked. There was a brief thing where we said, well, we'll have you on next time for the uh, the Weird Body Sounds podcast. So my bonus round question is to keep with keep good on our word here. What's your favorite body sound? What's my favorite body your sound? Your favorite body sound. And I'm going to go first because... I don't want anyone to take it. The fart Fuck you. is my favorite body sound. Fuck you! <laughs> I wanted the fart. Because you can play it on any note. It can be a, its own symphony from your butt. So, like, the reason... Fuck you, you took the fart. <laughs> the, the fart is the great equalizer. It's a great equalizer. And, and I mean this in terms of, like, even in terms of, like... I, I want to push your buttons right now, Daniel, in terms of societal, oh you, like no matter what societal your injustice you're facing, you know, what apparatus of the machine it's concocted and pointed at you. If you just fart in response, you have taken control. <laughs> you have established fuck your machine. Okay. So the political theorists in, in the audience will love this bit. <laughs> I think that farts are true anarchy. And I mean that not... Anarchy has such a misconstrued definition. It's not negative destruction, pain, damage. It's it's just without hierarchy. And and that it doesn't... There, there is positive anarchy. There is, like, generosity. Like, that's why I love generosity so much. Sometimes the most radical thing that you can do is just share with someone without having debt involved, without having expectations involved. And and to me, like, the fart, 
Like we're all sharing that moment, and there's no metric to to who to who's sharing that moment the most or not. There's no. It's the great equalizer. Yes. Mm-hmm. We all fart. That's we what, all yeah. kind of think they smell weird, but also, like, I could probably track you by your fart if I needed to. That's... Yeah. All right, so put a pin in that for a sec. But that's the, the fart tracking. But that's that's <laughs> what it... That's what it is, is that no matter... No matter how dystopian the society, like, no matter how bad things could get for us, at any moment in this, you can simply resist by just letting one squeak through them cheeks. So then, like, you can have the same answer as me. Like, if your favorite body sound is also the fart, I mean, that's that's perfectly good. Well, I mean, I love the fart, but I'm going to make sure that other body sounds get their <laughs> get their say. <laughs> lately, I don't know, lately I've really liked to just like the... Uh, well, so, maybe not lately. There's one that's been a classic for me that uh, it's the, the good old... Uh, oh! Just, to, just, you know... It's these days. These days, it's it's caked in irony, but it's still fun. Nice. Just throw out like a just like, point. Just point and yeah, yeah. Like, that's nice. Even a single one, just yeah. yeah, it's got power. Yeah. So yeah, mouth noises. That's my. That's what I'm gonna go with. Because like, it, it, you don't have to do it out of the side of your mouth. You can also just do the the, which yeah. is like you know, that's a. I think that's a drag staple these days. Yeah. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. the yeah. So so yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with good old yeah. uh, tongue cluck. Whether I like, you, yeah. Whether you do it, the classic. Or you do a, you got you can do all sorts of things with your mouth, and this is the season to make noises with your mouth because the CDC said you can you can you can show your mouth to other to other folks if you got that shot. That's right. In small groups, mm-hmm. and they also got their shot. Yeah. But you can you can you can you're sharing your mouth. <laughs> what time is now what time better than now is there to make noises with that mouth nice daniel what's what's your favorite body noise well farts are a hard one to find a second to but i've actually been thinking about this a lot and and i'm i will say that i want for this to be higher up on my list of favorite body sounds but it's not yet so that's but i'm gonna talk about it it's wheezing Ah, wheezing, and I don't mean I don't, <laughs> and I don't mean wheezing like, oh my god, are you choking? Like I mean, like when someone laughs so hard, okay. yeah, that it comes out kind of like a hiss, yeah. And there's a joy <laughs> in like that, like, <laughs> yeah. And I and I yeah. and you know what I'm finding, like as a person that didn't that who's maybe I just have been smoking more or something, where, like <laughs> I, I wheeze more when I laugh, especially and like hearing your voice back. Like we've talked about this in general, like and I think a lot of people that record themselves talk about this a lot of like those weird noises your body makes and wheezing is for me one that i'm insecure about because because i do it but it's i also like it's like i've kind of talked to people that appreciate wheezing Mm -hmm. and it's it is it is this moment of pure joy it's a natural body sound like like clearly that was a that was an intense breath to talk about (laughs) wheezing but i kind of have been rambling like like it's it's it is just you are so caught up in finding something enjoyable or funny that the sound is you're just you're breathing. So the the laugh exhale, yeah, is is a stress relieving thing. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to honorable mention uh, bone cracks, like you know when someone cracks their knuckles. 
I don't know why that's like, I know some people find it like super, super gross, but I find it very satisfying. Like when I hear someone be like, yeah. So one of my, yeah, yeah. I agree to do it like right into the, into the mic. Yeah. 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 Let's let's hear those bones. That's I have, I have a lot of, I do a lot. I'm a very, it's for me, it's my thumb knuckles. I'll get them in there. Tyler, you have an earth moon. So maybe you relate to this. Maybe this is why we both appreciate bone cracks. I'm a very (laughs) anxious person. I don't know if it reads all the time because, but, but what, so I always, I've, I've been playing with a fidget spinner. Think people you don't, if people maybe listen to Scopy Radio or other podcasts that I'm in, I don't know if you know this about me. Maureen definitely does. I kind of always have to have something in my hands. It's why I like cooking so much because it's like I can like just do the thing. Hmm. Like it makes me feel really uncomfortable to not be doing something, and it's just I don't know what why that is. But I, mean, I hear that's an ADHD thing, but I don't think I have ADHD. Uh, anyway, this is kind of a <laughs> we're kind of jumping around. Sorry, you were saying something. I think. Tell me about your your hands. <laughs> Well, I'm stoned now. We smoked a little bit. I'm not even that stoned, but I'm now I'm just like. I, I was hoping that somehow that would help you recapture your thread there, but it really just kind of, I really just kind of smeared the whole canvas, didn't I? Sometimes you smear the can. I love now that you've asked said that acrylic pours. That's what they're called, by the way. I tried to play an acrylic pour before, before we started recording, and Tyler, we couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, actually. Now that I'm really thinking about it, I also would have gotten No, I couldn't do it either. You're right. (laughs) But that's what they're called. It's when people on YouTube, they, like, take paint, and they just pour it, and it makes very satisfying paint, like, like, imagery. Yeah, but but I do that, but I do that more, and you did it wrong, and I need to tell you. (laughs) Your, 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 your art, your, your acrylic art that is, is pure chaos in and of itself is somehow less chaos than my acrylic art and that's bad name three paints <laughs> yeah yeah you fucking oh you like acrylics name like two colors <laughs> i think that's it i think we did it i think we did it gatekeeping is dead and buried we that's, did it no we one's ever it. no one's ever gonna do it again after they listen to this episode you're damn right that's great Fuck yeah. Well, that's a good, so that is a, that is a good, legitimate accomplishment for a first episode in, in person. We've done some good work today, boys. We solved gatekeeping. We did it. Wait, isn't bonus run? Everybody has a question. Oh, Daniel, do you have a, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, if we have time, time. Do you have a question? Yeah. If you, if nah. you, if you have a question, <laughs> no. great. If you have a oh, question, have great. A question. Are you gatekeeping my bonus round? How no, dare I just, you? I, honestly, I'm just. I'm a little stumped, more stumped than I thought I was. <laughs> so. I think this is, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. But I was going to say, this is a, I think I was on the same brain length, wavelength as you. I think this is a good time to just drift off into the void. We're yeah. just going to, we're just going to cease to be perceived now. Thank you all so much for listening. Daniel, thank you for coming on, for inviting us into your home. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. This is this is great, and for letting us bring our couch here and have you sitting on it with us, it's been great. It's a roomy. It's a roomy cedar. Yeah, All it's a is. big couch. Thank, um, thank you, sweaty. Can I plug them? <laughs> Hell yeah! Please, please. Um, so definitely check out the Scotty Magazine TikTok. It's like you can if you if you've liked the dulcet sounds that you hear before you, you can hear me talk about cooking and politics all the time um, in one minute clips. So you can really kind of just like weigh that 
anyway, make sure um, to talk shit about his pasta. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, and check out uh, check out the Nightingale SMP. It's actually we just made a splash page for it on the Scopy website, um, scopymag.com slash Nightingale. There's a whole slew of content creators, including a lot of Twitch streamers that are playing on this SMP that we've we've established um, with help from Sailor Sunday. SMP um, is that a so that's a Minecraft Minecraft server? survival multiplayer. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of like a like a, a fun kind of little gaming uh, role play. I think we're actually gonna kind of get into like political role play with it too. Like everybody's Ooh. kind of establishing like political hierarchies of their of their area and stuff like that. And that's kind of a that's that's what we need more of in our lives right now is more politics. So the the part of it that I that I think is really cool that I'm that I'm working to do is I think what needs to happen is this I think every Minecraft server needs a courthouse is what I'm learning, and not to because I I th- I'm a prison abolitionist. And yeah, sorry because like, that's that's I was gonna say that's that's what we need more of in our life is more more influence from the criminal justice. No, but we need to talk about and like fuck fuck the courthouse. Fuck courthouse etiquette. I'm sorry, I'm derailing you. Please go ahead. No, the judicial system is broken. And listen to the, if you haven't already, go listen to season three of Serial because it's really fantastic and it talks, Mm -hmm. and it like outlines how the the judicial system specifically is broken. But it's like, we just, when we conflict with each other, we should just fucking talk about it more. You know what I mean? Like, why, why not? And if we have to get lawyers involved to talk about it, like, why are, why is the process of going to court so like, like expensive in a way that it's that it's you can't it's prohibitive. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> there 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 is a deep lore on the server, and the only way that you're gonna have to that you're gonna find it out is to go to Scopy Mag Nightingale. Is that correct? Yes, scopymag.com/nightingale is where you can yes. find where people are creating content about the server. If you wanna get a scoop on that court intrigue, that's the place you gotta go. Great. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next time. I'm gonna. We're just gonna fade out. So just we're we're gonna we're just a. Uh, that's it. Uh, just the noise as we as we. I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. Hey, just, thanks for joining uh, us in the void. If you like what you hear, give us a review on iTunes and Spotify. You can also find us on Twitter at mtbatv. You can also send us an email at me, the boys, and the void at gmail.com. That's me, the boys, and the void. No symbols, no ampersand in there. Send us your hot takes, your shower thoughts, your bathroom graffiti ramblings, and they might make it on the show. Feel free to take cheap shots, too. You can do it anonymously with zero consequences. I read every email, and if you play your cards right, I might even take it a little personally. We'd also like to thank Scopy Magazine for having us on their network. We'll see you all next week here on the couch. All right, that's it. Go on, get out of here. Float on, you weirdos. <laughs>